Welcome to We Slay Things Campaign 2. I'm Amy, and I play Kit, a changeling bard rogue. Or wait, is it Anora or Grendel? I can be the dream of your dreams. Or your worst nightmare. I'm Alyssa, and I play Cal. I'm a Taboxi renegade. I'm Thomas, and I play Darby, the Leonin merchant and chef extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I play Omega, a Warforged necromancer. Hello, my name is Amber, and I play the lovable halfling ranger Toby Hobb. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the dungeon master. So the party has been hanging out for the last week or so on Euphoria Station, and you've gotten into all sorts of shenanigans. Most recently, you attempted to sail a pirate ship that you all had salvaged with mostly successful results. You all got some coin, you increased your standing in Syrinx Associates, and you managed to kill a pirate captain who was trying to kill you all. Your most recent job that you accepted uh, comes from the station commander, but I guess Yankee male named Lycus. He has hired you all to bring in a fugitive, dead or alive, preferably alive, named Yvonne Zim, another gith who is guilty of a number of very nasty crimes. Anything horrible you can think of, he has probably, in fact, he has definitely done it. And when we last left off, you all were getting a rest after a short, very messy flour and ice cream covered battle and preparing to begin the search for Yvonne Zim on the station. So you all have gotten up. You're having a, a wonderful breakfast, no doubt. It's pancakes, sorry. So yeah, y'all y'all having some delicious fluffy pancakes. Oh, it's delicious. I like these pancakes. <laughs> As y'all are sitting around, you have heard that Yvonne Zim is on this station down in the uh, the rough part of the station, which is saying something on yeah. Pirate Fortress. What is y'all's plan? For the members, if he can teleport to the plane system, how do we... We must restrain him or make him so he cannot do these spells. Didn't someone have shackles? I do not have dimensional shackles, but I will animate Maymay again and have Maymay go into my bag of holding. Okay, it could have it walk behind you. Yes, but then people would know that Maymay is behind us, and I prefer the element of surprise. And I can always send my spider to the lower decks as well. Just don't make it walk around me. I might lose control and have to bat at it. Chew some of its legs off. So, are we going to try to parlay with this individual? No! I think we're going to try and trick them into being captured. Yeah, I think that's their idea. I mean, if parlay, if parlay encompasses the idea of tricking them by talking to them, then maybe. That sounds fine. Okay, so what we do is we trick them into looking into your bag <laughs> and a zombie reaches out and puts dimensional shackles on. We are on a, a space station. We might be able to find some of those. That might be a good idea to try and find, because if this person can dimensionally unshackle themselves, in reality, we could be. Yes, that shop. Is it the back door? Back alley. Perhaps they have dimensional shackles. No, I think it's called the back door. That's what my notes say. So it's absolutely 100% the back door. In fact, when we go there, I'm going to change the signs. So y'all are headed to the back alley? Uh-huh. You do enter and the bouncer recognizes you and you, you look in the shackle section. Unfortunately, you don't see anything dimensional. You do see the, the pink leopard print fuzzy ones. Uh, but unfortunately, no dimensional shackles to be had in this location. And we asked the proprietor, he says, oh, yes, one of our most popular items, really hard to keep in, in stock. Can we place a special order? Can you tell us, you know, call us and let us know when you get a pair in? We will repay. Absolutely. Uh, two weeks. Right. What a geographical oddity this space station is. Indeed. About two weeks of February. I must say that your inventory is the worst. Well, you're welcome to open your own magic item shop mm-hmm. right here on Euphoria Station. Then let's have some other ideas. I mean, if we can get them into the bag of holding, 
can't get out of the bag of holding if someone gets you in it, right? Not easily. Can we talk to the guy that hired us and see if he has... Well, is there... There's another option, too. If we can find some way to... Any, it doesn't have to be these dimensional shackles. That's just one option. Is there any other kind of item that would impede dimensional teleportation? If I have their soul, they cannot dimension anything. And they will have everlasting life. You can't really teleport if you've been knocked out. That's another way. <laughs> Im's type, there's always wanting more, 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 right? A capitalist pig dog. And... <laughs> I can't take you seriously, but go ahead. We could always try to lure him, right? Like, he has to want something. And what if we told him we had to something and captured him then, right? We could do a little intel. Not all of his staff is going to be crackerjack, right? So we've got to, you know, we find a dumb one and we figure out what he knows and then what the guy wants. From what you are told, he frequently travels with bodyguards, with other people. Cannon fodder, if nothing else. Ah, I see. Well, then this could be correct. We can certainly throw a bribe or two. Yeah. Perhaps we can try selling him the scorpion. Uh, let's not try and sell ships anymore. There was such a... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to find out what he wants. That's where the, where the talking to the underling comes in, right? Like, the underling's like, oh, yeah, he really wants these Fabergé eggs. And we're like, oh, yeah, well, we totally have those, so... Oh, I used the last Fabergé egg in my uh, pancake this morning. I mean, I was, in, I was implying we was we would be lying, right? Like, we don't actually have the Fabergé egg. We say we do. <laughs> it's, it's a time-honored, uh, you know, uh, strategy. I mean, we can do that, but what do we know about this individual right now? I mean, perhaps one of us could recall any impertinent information. Basically, you all know that he is skilled as both a fighter and as a mage. He has seemingly limitless resources. Uh, he definitely has the ability to plane shift and has used that to elude escape many times. And he tends to travel with a lot of bodyguards, but they're basically just there to suck up damage. He cares very little for them. Can I ask, Dimension Door, how far away is that? 500 feet. Okay, so I can't, like, probably dimension door him to, like, a cell. The uh, the other thing is uh, it has to be a willing creature. So you would have to really trick them. <laughs> I can dimension door into the vacuum of space where I do not need to breathe. Uh, that plan certainly occurs to you. Roll me an insight check with advantage, Omega. That would be a 21. You do realize he's likely to become very pliable if he can't breathe. Fair. You've noticed in, in all of your analyses that uh, living beings like to continue living and will do all sorts of things to maintain that status. Everybody, if we can convince him to go into Dimension Door with me, I can. Take him to the vacuum of space. We need bait. What's good bait? Money. He has money. You need some, what's something that this individual needs? And we may need to do research, I guess. Is there anything that will give a boost to my persuasion? I have, I'm very good at persuading people, but everyone can use a boost. Attempt at reconnaissance or no? I think we have to. We don't know anything about this individual. We can't just march down this, down there. I can go pull a shift at the, uh, what is it, Nectar and, and, honeydew. and Honeydew and see if I can find out anything about this <laughs> individual. Yes, and I can send my spider to the lower decks to reconnoiter. Yeah, good idea. I'm pretty good at sneaky sneaky. I wouldn't mind trying to sneaky sneaky without being seen. Don't you have it invisible or something? Oh, I don't. I think you too far on my you can borrow the boots of Elvin. Oh, oh, do you mind? I'll borrow the boots and that'd be wonderful. I'll, I'll give them back. I'll even, I'll even portion for you. That sounds great. It's not advantage. What about any headbands of intellect? They do have a headband of intellect, which they're happy to sell you uh, for 750 gold pieces. Gold. 750. Gold. Using my contacts with the merchants and everything, would there be any opportunity for me to try and find? Any other method of stopping teleportation? 
You talked to a couple of the representatives around here and uh, roll me, it'll be a super high check, but roll me an investigation check. And I'll give you advantage since you're talking to the members of the guild. 18. They tell you when you're dealing with the gift, a lot of their spell casting is fairly innate. It's closer to an ability than a spell. <laughs> it's going to be tricky. They, they also tell you that uh, the gift have also mastered Dimension Door which is why they tend to be quite so slippery. So the best bet is finding some sort of anti-magic field, uh, as problematic as that can be. That might be our best bet. In fact, it might be our only bet. Before, if we cannot find any magical device that would impede teleportation, then disallowing all magic might be our only option. Agreed. Although... Don't know about Omega. Yes, I do not know anything about anti-magic yet. That would be the kind of thing you would not want a, a bag of holding to go inside, because I assume it would just shoot everything out of it. Oh, I wonder if there's someone who might be able to cast it for us, or a scroll, perhaps? Definitely not available as a scroll in this station shop. One of your contacts does tell you that... He has heard a rumor of another race of gift people who might be nearby, who don't necessarily get along with the gift that you all have encountered so far in your adventures. Interesting. Might I inquire as to where I might find someone of this particular uh, description? Your, your contact says, I don't know them. It's only a rumor. Your best bet might be talking with the station commander. Okay. He will certainly have a better handle on the rumors around here. Well, let us let us tie up some loose ends, and I guess we can talk to the, the commander. Do you want to do your shift, Toby? Yes, I'll go to the Nectar and Honeydew. So, Toby, you go to the Nectar and Honeydew. You work a shift for a while. Roll me an investigation check with advantage. Yeah, 20. You find the person who was here the first night who was very drunkenly bragging about working with Yvonne Zim, this fugitive whom you are seeking. And you go over and start getting this person to talk about their experiences. And he lets you know that Yvonne Zim is is down in the bowels of this station. He's got this kind of drug den that he's using as a base of operations. And that there are many, many bodyguards around them. As you're getting up and, and leaving the, t- the table, Xanadu, the gnomish proprietor of this place, pulls you aside and says, Little one, are you asking about this gift fugitive Zim? Yes. You are, you are treading very dangerous path. I understand that, but I have some business to attend to. Please be very careful. I will. Do you have an idea? Do you know if he has anything that he wants or he desires? Finding things that Ivan Zim desires is not a problem. He desires everything and more. The more illicit, the better. But yes, please, please, Toby, be very careful. Yes, I, I will. Omega, roll me an investigation check with your spider. Omega twenty-five. Your spider goes down, and uh, as you're as you're following it telepathically, you do see that this drug den where Ivan Zim is reported to be is indeed heavily armed. There are a number of thugs walking around, uh, all of them carrying laser weapons of some sort or another. And I will say, everybody, they have laser guns and rifles and whatnot down there. If we do not go in there with their graces, we will have a slog of murder and and souls to harvest. Yeah, murder, but we know you we know you like it. Oh, I love it. I know. Cal, I'd like you to roll me a stealth check, and you have advantage because you're borrowing the boots of Elvis. Yay, thank you for these lovely boots. Uh 25. 25, yeah. You you make your way down as someone who has been into some areas of ill repute in your day, you're able to just kind of blend in and move around pretty much unimpeded. Uh, what are you trying to do while you're down we're, there? 
it's a drug den, so there are users absolutely strung out. Mm-hmm. So whatever my stealth is, if I get caught, I'm going to pretend to be a, a user that's uh, lost its way, just so that you know. Okay, good to um, know. I'm trying to just find out if I can get any kind of intel on Yvonne. Yvonne's in. Yvonne. Yes. Yeah, just see if I can hear anything like what his plans are, if uh, I might talk to uh, or like, are there people there watching the users or like, I'm assuming if like they're selling, right? There there is a staff here. Yeah, there's a staff. So like if I can kind of try to get information from the staff, but in a way that is innocent seeming like just a, a someone who's high that's asking bullshit questions. Okay, uh, roll me an investigation check, okay. what this sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. 15. You've been here long enough to know kind of how people are behaving. Yeah. And uh, you managed to uh, catch the sleeve of, of someone who has set someone up with some form of illicit substance. Yeah. And they they start twisting away from you. What do you say to them? Oi, how much do you have to pay to get another hit? Well, what are you looking to get a hit of? Oh, uh, yeah, that blue the, the blue speed stuff, like, uh, yeah. Ah, a cat of excellent taste. Yes, come this way. And he, he moves you back through this darkened space. Uh, there are a number of booths, and he, he leads you to a, a booth. He's like, now, are, are we talking a novice's dose? Uh, or more of an expert user's dose. Oh, I mean, somewhere in between. Like, uh, I want, I want to get up within the week. Ah, well, uh, two hundred gold credits ought to do it. All right, yeah, I'll give the uh, two hundred gold credits. But can I? But um, I'm will be honest with you. It's been a long time since I've done this. W- would you kind of be with me for a while? I'll give you a tip. If you can just hang here with me. Roll me either persuasion or deception. Yeah. Uh, 19. Well, I think most of these people can handle themselves. What kind of tip are we talking here? So here's the thing. This is a bit embarrassing. I've been traveling alone a long time. And what I really miss is just talking with someone. So would you just sit here and talk with me for 100 gold credits? I could be persuaded, yes. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. So, I don't actually want to do the drug. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he does go and get some and set it up on the table. Yeah. Um, How is this administered? I would have seen this while I was walking through the... Yes. Or I would know it it's, from a toxin. It's a sort of hot plate situation, almost. Okay. Uh, and this blue chalky powder is put on it and burned and then inhaled okay it's it's quite a grisly production honestly oh jesus okay is it something that i can fake my way through or uh it would it would take some doing okay but you can certainly try before he lights it on fire can i kind of stop him and say can we just take a moment here uh roll me a persuasion check okay i mentioned i'm i'm lonely right I got a natural twenty. <laughs> he sighs and starts undoing his robe. <laughs> I mean, uh, we can get to that later. More than anything, could, could I have a cuddle? Oh, I, I, well, well, it's your credits. It's my credits, right? Yeah, thank you. I just figure you, you probably. Could we just talk? Sure. What, what do you, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so lonely. Um. Like what do you what do you do here? Like what when you're not here here? Well, uh, I mean, I'm mostly here. Oh, how is is that? Do you like it? Well, I, I, I the pay is very good. Well, that's good. But what do you do with the pay if you're just always here? What do you what do you spend it on? What do you? I don't have much chance to spend it on it. I occasionally do a few bumps of this myself, but um, mostly. Yeah, perhaps someday I'll save up and get a ship, but, um... I, I mean, are you happy? Is anyone? I mean, th- this, there's more to life than just this, than just working. <laughs> we slay things, the soap opera edition. I'm going to have to figure out how to, how, to, how to parlay this heartfelt conversation. I mean, look, does your boss treat you okay? 
Like, how is... He laughs before you get anything else. Uh, no. What? He's an evil, sadistic bastard. Well, then why are you doing this? I know the money must be good, but there's other ways. You could... you. You could. I'm on a ship. You could join a ship crew, and I'm I'm decent. I am decent, Dosh. Yeah, sort of. When you work for this person, um, you kind of always work for them. But what if they wasn't there anymore? You notice he starts getting exceptionally uncomfortable. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. Can we just cuddle? (laughs) <laughs> and he gets more uncomfortable. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll me another persuasion Oh, check. shit, man. This one's going to be a nat one or something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll use up all my nat 20s on this weird uh, situation. <laughs> Fine, but I'm... Listen, the walls have ears, and... Well, you could just whisper in the ear. And <laughs> when people... Threaten the boss, they tend to end up on a necklace of ears. No, no, I'm not threatening. I'm trying to get you out of this. I'll see something in you. It's... Yes, I, I, your hundred gold tip, it's probably yourself. I mean, uh, eventually. But. Here, do you want this bump? I'm sorry I made you uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, he takes a big, big, big old huff on it. Okay. Um, and is more or less incapacitated for a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. uh, I'm going to use that opportunity to check in and see okay, what yeah. Kit is up to. Kit. I don't think I was doing intel. I was just kind of waiting to see what other people are coming back with. It seemed like we had our bases covered with that. You've been getting the intel from Toby and Omega uh, that this place is heavily guarded. And last you heard, Cal had gone inside attempting to have a very awkward conversation (laughs) with a member of the staff in this space. Is there anything you want to do as you're waiting on the rest of your intelligence? I, I would also say that Tar- Darby would have sent the uh, information about the the Gith's secret enemy. With the heavily armed areas, are there ways around these guards? Romy, we'll call this uh, an intelligence check. 17. What you get the sense of is it would take a little doing. A distraction would certainly help in pulling forces away. And you would have a very short window to get in and make a strike. Okay. That's, that sounds good. I will convey this to all of my companions when they come back. Dobby, if you want to speak with uh, Lycus and go for intelligence, you can certainly do that. Mr. Lycus. Yes. Well... We are researching this individual that you are having us pursue and as part of our due diligence. Uh, we are approaching the threads of many different angles. Uh, as it turns out, I have discovered that this individual is of the Gith, correct? As am I, yes. I see. Well, I've heard that you might have an enemy among against your people, uh, some sort of rival. Roll me a persuasion check. I rolled a natural 20. When you start talking about an enemy of his people, you notice he he starts to kind of tense up. Uh, But as you continue to describe, he relaxes ever so slightly. And at the moment, you you are in his uh, private office. No one else is around. And he says, yes, what what do you know of the gift people? Surprisingly little, apart from yours truly, of course. I've had little of a run-in with your people. Well, many, many, many years ago, my people were enslaved by the Illithids, what cruder tongues sometimes call mind flayers. And we finally managed to band together and break free of their yoke. But our society split. 
there were those of us who felt uh, we should go out and make our own way and you know, do as we saw fit. We are known as the Gith Yankee, and most of the Gith that you have met, no doubt, are of this type. There's another sub-race who felt that being a part of the world was undesirable. They, they wished to meditate and focus on harnessing the psionic power. These are the Githzerai, and they are very rare to see, but as an um, administrator here, I, I hear all sorts of rumors, and it is part of my responsibility to um, keep track of what's going on in space around Euphoria Station. I am told that a few days from here, there is a Githzerai monastery. I see. They tend to keep very careful track of the Gith Yankee they find to be problematic. And I would assume that Yvonne Zim would be on their radar. So they might be able to help you track when he has jumped back into this dimension, when you have a full day before he can plane shift out. You believe this would be a wise course of action to pursue? We are looking to reduce the ability of this individual to run, as you might might see. I must say it is a wise plan. Most people go in guns a-blazing against Yvonne Zim, and most of them aren't around anymore. The ones who are tend not to see the people who hired them for the bounty if they can help it. So I think, I think your approach of gathering intelligence and, and trying to set some sort of ambush is probably a wise one. I appreciate your assistance, Lycus. Ah, excellent. Uh, and he, he offers you some coordinates, and, and uh, he says, one thing I should let you know before you go to this place in search of their help, things tend to get a little weird as you approach their outpost. Weird, you say? Can you elaborate? Having, having not been in direct contact myself, uh, I can tell you it often has slightly unpredictable effects on magic. Psychic detritus uh, will, will sometimes accost people's minds. Strange voices, that sort of thing. You know what? As long as it's not some kind of weird Klingon time monastery where I'm going to see a vision of my own demise, uh, I think we'll be quite all right. I don't know what that is, but it does sound terrifying. I saw it on a television show. I do want to check back in with Cal and see how this conversation has been going. Oh, I mean, I don't know that it's going well. The Nat 20, you, you have calmed him down somewhat. The blue Speedo has certainly helped with the calming effect. He's a little more um, pliable at this point. All right. Would you say that the rest of your co-workers also like to, to rat or relax like this? Some of them do. Some of them wouldn't touch the shit. Oh. Have you tried talking to your boss? He laughs again, like, oh. so hard you think he might pee himself. Okay. Did he pee himself? No. Okay. But he got real close. He got real close. Okay. What is your boss looking for? Everyone wants something. Like, if he if he got something, what, what would he want the most? Drugs. Does he do the drugs? I doubt it, right? He's been known to do them, but mostly he sells them. All right. Power, really. Power. Power, yeah. influence, money. He doesn't really have any sort of grand plan other than more other than more where does he live in this this place like if i wanted to send him brownies oh he's, he's rooms in this place he's got a ship he's got other various places where he hides out he's wanted pretty much everywhere yeah, so yeah. uh lots of uh safe houses all right. Tell me about his ship. It's one of them mind flayer type ships. It's uh, very speedy, requires lots of intelligence to operate. Fast, heavily armed. Interesting. Where is it? Oh, it's it's docked on the station. Oh, okay. Do you know what, what docking ring? Or? Look for the guys with the big scary guns. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, isn't it? And I pet his hair. And you rejoin the rest of your yeah. party. So. Uh, you all have gathered some intelligence. Toby and Omega have found that the place is heavily guarded. Cal knows that 
Yvonne Zim has a ship and is exceptionally dangerous. Kit, you have found a distraction scenario that might get you all in there. And Darby has discovered that there is another subgroup of the Gith who might possibly be willing to help a three or four day journey away from the station. So what are y'all wanting to do? This individual craves the illicit. I'm thinking that we could use our mushroom and make a new drug and try to get into his lair to try to get him to buy our new drug. Does one of us need to pose as a some sort of drug dealer? I mean, I think you're raising your hand, don't you? Oh, no. <laughs> I guess I am known for selling things. You are a very good uh, good salesman. You don't have to uh, believe in the product. That's part of your Oh, honestly, your charm. that has very little to do with any type of sale. I am not the most street of individuals, but I could certainly try my best to fit in. Well, I'm just thinking we could um, have the lady from the tavern. Diane. We could ask her to, like, spread the word. The commander can, like, start leaking, oh, uh, there's this drug that we need to, like, get rid of post-haste. And, I mean, we could make, we could get some buzz and... I mean, do we need the barkeep's permission? I mean, you seem to be moonlighting as a barb. (laughs) I am a barback, yeah. Yes. This is an interesting plan. Omega and Kit, is this something you could put together? I think it is very intriguing. My only concern is what if he just sent his minions to get it? How do we make sure he is in on the deal? We might have to demand that if we create enough buzz, perhaps we can create a, a meeting to have this shared. What about an invite-only auction? Mmm. That I like. Someone was researching this, correct? Was it? Yeah, and in fact, that person is on this station. Y'all have seen Soren Vignar, the dwarven alchemist, on this very station. Yes, perhaps they can assist us. If we can create a drug or, or a device or something that goes with this, maybe it could be something that phases or inhibits phasing or teleportation or something. I mean, there might be properties of this mushroom that we are not familiar with that could help us out. We can always talk to him. I can't believe how well we are preparing right now. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, no, it's great. Y'all had seen Soren Vignar set up some quarters and was offering some of his potions. As you enter, he, he welcomes you all. Ah, welcome, friends. And and especially my friend Kit, who was so instrumental in getting these lovely mushrooms for me. What 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 may I do for you all? We are wondering how your research is coming and what you have discovered. I've mostly got it sussed out in terms of uh, getting you to blink into and out of this plane of existence, fairly fairly reliably. That's that's mostly what I've found with the mushrooms. Oh, very nice. How. How long do you think you are? Would you be able to make anything out of it, like a, a pill or something? Uh, probably not yet. I'm maybe a few years away from that. What did you have in mind? I will let you do. We explain the plan to him if if that's easier. Sure. <laughs> so do you think maybe you can help us out? Maybe even if it's not fully ready, but maybe ready enough. Well, here's the thing. Uh, because my research is not exactly sanctioned by the Galactic Union, um, I can publish pretty much whatever the hell I feel like, whether or not it's true and just say, oh, that was an outlier study. Um, I could put the word out that I found this incredible property, even beyond what these mushrooms already do. And um, that might help in uh, certainly the, the rarity of this particular potion. Uh, would be tempting to someone who is looking to get in on the ground floor of something. Yeah, that would be excellent. Yeah, so if you if you want to set up a uh, a meet to talk about um, how we can produce this for this um, 
rather nasty sounding individual. I would I would be willing to cooperate. It would be much appreciated. I think we can set that up. Soren appears to be willing to publish some misinformation about what he has discovered in the hopes of driving up interest. I'm going to have all of you roll a persuasion check. Yeah, I would say that y'all are very convincing. Toby less so, but still plenty convincing. As over the course of the next day or so, you all are spreading the word about the incredible properties of these blink mushrooms. Oh, no. Snake oil. <laughs> Nothing could be quite as good as snake oil, though, but this is a close second. Blink, blink, snake oil, crush. It's a snake oil Baja blast. Baja Eldritch blast. Uh, <laughs> That's better. <laughs> But yeah, y- y'all spend the day spreading this this misinformation. And what few vials of Blink Potion have been available are bought up very quickly, and demand is sky high. Uh, Omega, you are the one who gets approached, which is, uh, again, speaks to the demand that such a persnickety construct as yourself is the one who gets approached. Oh, forward, over here. Yes, how can I help you? Yeah, uh, so I hear you know all about this uh, fancy mushroom juice. Oh, yes. It is my understanding that the colloquial term for this is blink. Ah, yeah. I know it's real hard to get a hold of, but I know somebody who's got very deep pockets that would like to talk to your supplier, maybe? Oh, yes. I would be very interested in us having a conversation. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Set it up about uh, midnight tonight. Does that work for you? Uh, this this would be more of a uh, private dark room, cigar smoke filled back room kind of deal, I think. Yes. I will have to bring some of my associates to ensure that we have enough supply on hand. Certainly, certainly. Big, big player. So, you know, really roll out the red carpet, you know, any, any, uh, a, a crudite plate perhaps, um, would not go amiss. Oh, I will pass that along and I will see you and your benefactor tonight at midnight. Excellent. Excellent. And he, he just sort of, uh, it, it just sort of floats back into the shadows. Like you don't even see legs moving underneath the robe. Just because. I would absolutely love to put together a 13-course meal. Uh, doesn't mean that I'm the one who always should... Uh, fine, I'll do it, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to defend myself, and it's clearly indef- well, indefensible. You know, I can get some, you know, like, quartered uh, limes not, and some... Uh, we're not letting you cook again, Toby. We know what happened last time. Cheese whiz? Cheese whiz? You know, I, yeah. I thought that the favorite casserole was really good. Oh, my God. I've never been so insulted by an edible thing before in my life. I couldn't get the <laughs> smell out of my kitchen for days. It's the official Gussie's meal, oh, so I'm really sorry really that, you, that, you, that you don't like our our cuisine. <laughs> I'm going to do the, the cat thing. <laughs> all right so y'all have this set up you've got this conference room in soren vignar's space there are bottles of fizzy water laid out there's you know a margarita bar over in the corner that soren vignar has certainly been helping himself to Uh, a really nice conference table with like darkened glass on top and some very comfortable chairs I could I could make a menu. Would you like a menu? Let's say <clears throat> we will be eating Osola style gnocchi with sage butter sauce, pistachio souffle with pistachio ice cream, coconut custard tart with roasted pineapple. Let's just let's say two more sake poached chicken with soba noodles and roasted Oysters with a warm butter mignonette. This is maybe the sweetest spread you've ever laid out, Darby. It is 
incredible. And it's, it's really just a prop in the background. No one's even going to touch it. So y'all, y'all have got this set up. The conference room is there. There are phony baloney. In fact, Kit, roll me a deception check with it, or a deception check with advantage. Uh, Nat twenty, so a thirty. You've spent the last couple of hours drawing up these elaborately forged scientific studies and reports to show all these insane properties that the Blink Potion will have. This is ma- this is maybe the most elaborate con you've ever pulled off, and it is a beautiful, beautiful con. When they come in the room, can I cast calm emotions on the room and tell them that you know this is a a business deal and there will be no charming of people, and therefore we please agree to this calm emotion spell. Roll my persuasion check. Twenty one. I don't suppose I see any harm in that. Yvonne Zim says the uh, bodyguards with him also seem to uh, relax a little bit. They do still appear to be heavily armed. Uh, All of them are wearing laser pistols and his two uh, bodyguards are carrying laser rifles, but they they will submit themselves to calm emotion. So on our party members, I would like to do the effects that causes a target. If someone's targeted to be charmed or frightened, uh, this spell suppresses that. And then for all of them, I want to use the one that says the target is indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile towards, I guess, just basically making them indifferent to us. I mean, pretty well accomplished already. Uh, but this this will make it official. For the moment, at least, they are indifferent. It's part of the plan to... Maybe tell them that the supply of Blink is through this dimension door, and I'll take them <laughs> through the dimension door. That's not a bad idea. Pretty, I mean, it makes certainly makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, because it's under high security. Yeah. Is this the time and place for us to spring the uh, event? You know, there's no time like the present to teleport into the vacuum of space. We can try it, then. He's going to die, correctly? Not immediately. Not immediately. Not immediately, but he will have a bad day. The, fir- the first 30 seconds are going to be real rough. This might be an, a prime opportunity for our patron to arrive with several space-bound ships to snatch him up out of the vacuum of space. Darby, roll me a straight d20. I rolled a 20. I'm not lying. <laughs> Yes. Damn. So yes, you have informed Lycus of this plan. Nice. Lycus has a couple of ships ready to swoop in at the appointed place should it come to that. Yvonne Zim and his companions have come in. They have submitted themselves to the uh, indifferent attitude towards you all, which again, wasn't far out of their way. Is, is that, that smells like the best food I've had in ages. Oh, certainly. Help yourself. It, I mean, if we had a little more time pre- prepare, to prepare, it would be more extravagant. I mean, it's only very meager, uh, but we wanted to give, you know, a show of, uh, of what we are capable of providing. And yes, I, I apologize for the lackluster nature of this. He is eating down, and uh, from what you can tell, table manners are something that happens to someone else. I know, I'm noticing the table manners, and it hurts. It's rough. Even uh, I know better than to do that. Oh, he's but, not even picking up the crab fork. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very tasty. Um, we don't get this kind of shit very often. There's not a napkin. If we a napkin there. <laughs> Oh, thanks. He takes it and stuffs it in a vest pocket. Uh, uh, do, you, do you need a doggy bag? I will get you a doggy bag. Oh, no, doggy I, bag. My I, heart. I, 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 don't, I don't keep a dog, so... Uh, are, are, are you well, friend? No, I think I'm going to step aside for a minute. Please help yourself. All right. Oh, it hurts me to see my children devoured so... Toby, what are you doing in this moment? You know, Toby is a really good weight person. So Toby's just trying to make sure that our guests are comfortable and they have everything that they need. And 
all of that. They are like probably too comfortable. Uh, one of the bodyguards takes off his boots and it is rancid. Uh, and he says, oh, and like kind of hawks a loogie and spits it on the floor. It's it's really disgusting. Let's get down to the brass tacks. I hear about this fancy potion you all have developed. And um, what would it take to give your entire supply to me? Entire supply? I, I mean, that is, that is difficult. I was not planning on the whole supply. Oh, well, you know, the money is really in Monopoly. How much do you think the whole supply is worth? This is very rare and it is very popular. I mean, we could talk a, a down payment of um, 50,000 gold credits. Each? Well, that will be between you all to work out with your company. Um, I wouldn't presume to tell you how to run your company. And he chuckles and under his breath goes, yet. I mean, if you give us down payments, we can show you the goods. But I, mm, we'll have to negotiate more on full supply. Well, we're certainly open to negotiation. And the bodyguards kind of chuckle. Omega. If you would like to accompany me to inspect the product, we can accommodate. You know, I don't know that I need to see the whole supply. Maybe just a test vial, a sample. Yes, given the popularity of the Blink, we must ensure that the product is secure. If you wouldn't mind following me into this dimension door. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I've got my own dimension doors. If you can just tell me where I need to go, I can just pop myself there and back. No time at all. Oh, well, it is our ship, and knowing that you have never been to it, it might cause your dimension door to be inaccurate. I was just pointing out, I'm, I'm fine my way. Due to security, I cannot abide. Yes, it's a very, very dangerous thing to keep a hold of at the moment. What my friend Omega is, is hinting at is we have a certain level of security that must be followed, you understand? Oh, I see, I see. The thugs have finished their meals and are, are watching intently, though for the moment uh, they are doing nothing. Kit, it is your turn. I say, you know, as Darby was saying, it's a very secure, secret location, you understand. We cannot give you coordinates. That would not be a smart business move. If you would like to see the good, you can give us a down payment and you can dimension door to go see them and then come back and give us full payment. If you're not interested, we can go to the next interested party. Roll me a persuasion yeah, check. That's yeah. Yeah, 20, 27. Says you all drive a very hard bar. I have not gotten to where I am in this world by being reckless. I'll tell you what. Why don't you take one of my trusty bodyguards, and uh, I'll see if he comes back. Do we have a vial of this potion at all? Do we have any of the potion as a sample? Yeah, I would say there is a a a small, the, the little cups of mouthwash they give you at the dentist size amount of potion here. It'd be enough for like a blink or two. If you can only dimension door once per day or whatever we can say that and give them the vial and throw the vial to one of the bodyguards and say test it out yeah so you're handing those little shot glass of uh potion to the bodyguard mm -hmm. bodyguard slugs it down and after a moment blinks out and a moment later blinks back bloody ale that was awful and blinked out <laughs> <laughs> And blinks back. It's like, like you all were like shadow and like shiny light, and then it gets all and then blinks out again and comes back. It's like bloody hell, that's some scary shot. But it's good, ain't it? It's a little freaky. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, that's that's the charm. It's like you know, how drugs is about escape. Well, this is the ultimate escape, ain't it? Except you keep coming back. Oh, but. Well, yeah. What, what what about these other, like, yes, the Blink properties, they are very impressive, but what about these other properties? Uh, um, it it makes you impervious to anti-magic fields and whatnot. 
This research study is really quite impressive. And all I've seen is Darren just pop in and out of existence three or four times. Oh, yes. Prolonged effect. You ever heard of extended tabs of things? Well, uh, normally when we do an extended tab, that means something else. And they, the three of them laugh in a chortling sort of way. This was only a sample. You obviously need the full dose to get the full effect. We have access to the solution. And I believe that you want it, correct? I'm intrigued. There's more where that came from. But the only way to get it is through our security method. Roll my persuasion check, Gary. And I inspired him that he needs it. 27. <laughs> and let me tell you, it is absolutely worth it. Take me through this security measure, I suppose. My compatriot Omega can help you there. Yes, please come with me. And I will escort him to my dimension door and teleport us to the vacuum of space. Okay, so shit, shit is gonna get real wild here in just a second. This is gonna go so well. Soren Vignar on his turn is sitting back and is mostly just looking very amused by all this. You suspect he's two or three scotches in already, and this has been highly entertaining. Toby, it is your turn. Filling drinks, and I'm that's why he's you know, so sozzled. Every time that he looks away, I you know fill up his drink. And then, you know, I'm, like, bussing tables and, you know. I want you to roll me an initiative check with advantage. Dirty 20. If the guards with Yvonne Zim start to react, you get a reaction before they have a chance to do anything. Because you have thoroughly convinced them that you are harmless, uh, you are not a threat at all, and you are waiting in case they should strike. So, Omega. You and Yvonne Zim have dimension doored into the vacuum of space. It's now Yvonne Zim's turn. Uh-oh. There, There is a moment that you see. And then he casts a spell and a bubble of air manifests around him. He looks directly at you. Uh-oh. That is a 25 to hit with a sword. So you are going to take nine slashing damage and 17 psychic damage as you are hit with this very powerful sword. Okay. Now, the good news is you're up next. As the clock strikes midnight, I will dimension dwell out of here and go back to the room. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Not the worst choice you've ever made. When you dimension door back on your own, the thugs with him begin to stand up. Toby, you have advantage on attacks against them. I guess I'm going to uh, shoot them with my laser pistol. 23. Yeah, that hits. One or two? Two. Uh, yes, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 18 damage. Yeah, good hit. Second attack. 22. Yeah, also a big hit. 19. This creature is looking a lot rougher than he was a second ago. Anything from Sando? 10. Uh, That will, in fact, miss. On its turn, the one that is getting bitten by Sando attempts to shoot at him, and it is going to hit. Fires his laser rifle. It's 32 radiant damage to Sando. Goes away. Oh, no. Bye, Sando. He'll be back. I'll see you later. With uh, his second attack, he's going to fire at you, and that is... Uh, be 17? I have 18. They miss you. The other one is going to fire at Omega because I came back without the boss. 16? Yes, that hits. 28 damage? Um, yes, I had 12, and so I am knocked out. The good news, you're not auto-dead. He's going to fire his second shot at Toby because Toby has uh, taken some action against his companion. That's going to miss. Cal. Yeah. Should have done jumped off. Excellent. So, yeah. So, I want to uh, 
hit. I want to aim for the uh, one of the bodyguards. One of them is badly injured. One of them is currently uninjured. I would like to shoot first for the badly injured one. Always a good call. Always a good call. So I hit one for eight, but then I also get to use the double up feature. Second target takes a piercing damage equal to my dexterity modifier. So uh, plus five. five. So yeah. yeah, he takes five damage right off there. Second attack. So I'm just going to do the same. 14. Uh, that is, that is going to hit. Yeah. Their excellent. armor class is shit. Okay. 13. 13 damage. Yep. Is that counting your dexterity modifier? No. Well, so you should start 18. doing that. I should start. One doing of them that. is dead. Okay. Yay. And then the other one, another five. Another the five. The other guy gets the five. Kit, you are up. With my bonus action, I would like to go over and do healing word on Omega. Omega's circuits start powering up. Let's see if I hit. I'm using my laser pistol. I didn't hit. I got a nine. Yeah, that unfortunately is going to miss. Darby. Pull out my, la- my laser pistol plus two. I did not hit. <laughs> I won't tell you what I rolled, but it was a three. <laughs> yeah. You go to raise your laser and you bump it into the pistachio ice cream. You're like, uh, oh, God, and shoot up at the roof. And uh, thankfully, the floor is thick enough. It doesn't go through. Toby, Soren Vignar, for his part, has now ducked under a table. I want to cast a Hunter's Mark. All right. And I want to shoot him with my laser pistol. 29. Yeah, that's a big old hit. Uh, 22 for the first hit. All right. I'll hit him again. Fire away. 24. Yeah, big hit. Woo. 25. Wow. He's still standing barely. He's not having a very good afternoon. I'll have y'all roll a perception check. Toby and Darby, the two of you see a flash of light Uh-oh. outside of the spaceport. And now it is Omega's turn. And do I have any insight into what that flash was? Roll me an arcana check. That is a dirty 20. You've never done this yourself, but you're familiar with the uh, spell Plane Shift. Uh, um, and you guess Yvonne Zim has just that. taken his escape escape hatch out of this particular dimension We've made a very for the next day. All right, in that case, I will do Wither and Bloom against the person inside this room. And they must make a dexterity saving check. That's a natural three. I'm not even going to look up the stat block. He's dead. <laughs> he, he withers real bad. Does this individual have a name where I can take their soul? Uh, yeah, it's Darren. And go ahead and roll me an uh, arcana check. That would be a 17. Uh, yeah, uh, you, get, you get his companion, Daryl, as well. <laughs> That would be a 17. Yes, well, I will take Darren and Daryl's souls, and I will let the rest of the group know that our target has plane shifted out of here. We should probably send a, a message to the uh, station captain for whom we were hoping would pick them up. Yes, I believe this chase just got interdimensional. We could go and infiltrate the rest of his bodyguards, pretend to be him, and tell them we must leave right away because there has been an attack so that he cannot get them back. I want you to roll me a deception check with advantage. I got page 21. Basically, you disguise yourself as Yvonne Zim and uh, head back down there. Uh, What do you tell the people hanging out in his uh, drug den headquarters? We must leave here right away. There has been an attack. Yeah, they they begin scrambling, and uh, should we go to your ship, boss? Yes, please do, right right away. Get it ready for me. Excellent. The ones of them who are not uh, wasted on Blue Speedo begin rushing for the docking ring area. Anything else y'all want to do? It almost worked. I mean, everything worked except for the very last thing. It was It was a good plan. It was. If you wish it. It certainly would not be hard for Lycus and his forces to take down these bodyguards and take them into custody, uh, since you have corralled them quite convincingly into this ambush. Yes, I, I think that's a, a consolation prize. Perhaps we shall take it and plan our next steps. Agreed. Well, that is where we will pick up next time 
You have been listening to We Slay Things. This episode, edited by Andrew Gabor. Music created by Nicholas B. Morris, our esteemed GM. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.